Hey everybody, this is your boy Garrett J. White, the founder of Wake Up Warrior and author of the book, Warrior Book, found at warriorbook.com. Welcome to Warrior on Fire, Daily Fire Edition. Today's topic is this, walking the girls to Salt Creek. Sit back and relax. Welcome to today's Daily Fire. Hi, my friends. So I am actually walking from my house right now. I am walking with a band of eight little girls, all 12, 13 years old, to actually 11, 12 years old, all sixth graders, friends of my daughter. And I am running Security Council, the Defender of the Universe, the Bodyguard, and any other title that you would like to put in between this. We're walking down, and uh, the girls wanted to go to the beach today. Tons of boys from their grade. Tons of girls all meeting at the beach. Me and the parents coordinated. And of course, all the kids put together the plan of, hey, we're all going to go to the beach without our parents, <clears throat> by ourselves. I was like, sixth grade, not happening. Why? Because seventh and eighth grade boys are showing up. So I said, okay, not going to happen unless we get to a situation where we have the following, which is there's a parental on site. So we finally got the wrong side parental. But then all the girls decided they wanted to walk down, which is about a mile and a half to the beach. We live at a beach, but they want to walk to a different beach. So I'm walking behind them. My rule to them was I don't exist. Unless, of course, boys approach you and then I exist. And I'm holding back here about 50 yards, 100 yards or so back from the girls as they walk down the street on the sidewalk heading to the beach. Now I'm going to walk them down here to the beach. Then I'm going to walk back. Pick up my surfboard, get my G-Wagon, drive it back, surf for the day while they're at the beach, and then bring my daughter back home. But as I was going through this process with her this morning, and I was talking with her and her daughter, her and her sisters, her friends, and I was talking with my daughter, and I was talking with their parents, this interesting thing came up for me as a parent, which is a following. In order for someone to learn, they must live. In order for someone to learn, they must live. I'm going to repeat this one more time. In order for someone to learn, they must live. Now, what do I mean by that? Like, part of our struggle has been letting go of the growth cycle with my daughter. Like, very difficult. My wife has shitloads of anxiety, tons of stress around this. And um, our parental strategy wouldn't be what you might have called elite up to this point. Meaning we have been in a situation where... My wife and I at times cross-connect each other. We we cut each other's legs out from under ourselves up until the last couple of years. And particularly having a middle school daughter, I got a 20-year-old son, 12-year-old daughter, 8-year-old daughter, and a newborn on the way. And uh, this can this can be a little bit complicated at times. Like actually not like a little bit, like a lot of it complicated. Where I find myself constantly trying to figure out, well, how do I let her live so that she learns, knowing that if I let her live, she's going to get hurt. Shit's going to happen. Things are going to go sideways. And at the same time, learning to deal with a lot of what goes on inside of me that has absolutely nothing to do with her, but has only to do with me. And this this process, seeing down even simple things, like I've told her, like she couldn't go outside. She was wearing a t-shirt and her ass cheeks were hanging out of her swimsuit at the bottom, which is like a big Laguna thing. And I'm like, no, put some shorts on. She's like, no, I'm not putting shorts on. I was like, cool, then we're not going. Put some shorts on. I was like, you can take your swim shorts off when you're at the beach, but you're not going to walk around with cheeks hanging out all over the place. She's like, ugh, ugh, big fight, big fight, argument, debate, but I just hold strong to my principle and my rule, which is, okay, there's a certain level to which I'm going to let you experience your life. Notice what I said, to let you experience your life. Part of your experience of life is really learning some restrictions and learning that there's rules and learning there's things that you need to be responsible for 
that have nothing to do with going to the beach. They have nothing to do with swimsuits. They have to do with living. Part of my job as a father is to create conditions for you to live. But this is tough because sometimes I want to take away all those rights. And I want to strip them away. And what I found is clean agreements. Clean agreements are what are allowing us to even do any of it. Like clean agreements. Without clean agreements, I'm fucked. And I've not been very good at that. And so part of the process here for me has been this game of allowing my daughter to learn through living. Today, she's going to get sunburned as shit. Why? Because she won't listen to me and she doesn't put on sunscreen. So I could have a daughter who's sunburned as shit. She gets to learn. She gets to live. My question for you is this, my friends. Where in your world across body being balanced in business are you restricting other people's ability to learn through living because you're not allowing them to actually experience the pain of living? My friend, what you just finished listening to is today's Daily Fire, a parable and a principle. Up next is the Daily Fuel, which is the connection of that fiery parable and principle to the actual production strategies of living the warrior's way found in the warrior book. So if you don't have a copy of the warrior book, well, guess what? Although this next Daily Fuel is going to be powerful, it won't be nearly as powerful if you don't have the tools and resources to follow along. I would encourage you to head to warriorbook.com and get that book shipped to you today. Man, woman, or child is going to help you either way. So, with or without the book, here we go. And welcome to this section known as the Daily Fuel. All right, my friends. So, um, yes, as you just heard in the parable and my walking with the, the, the young ladies to Salt Creek, our principle of the day from that parable and being at the beach for the day is this. In order for someone to learn, they must live. In order for someone to learn, they must live. In order for someone to learn, they must live. We're going to apply that directly into our angry stack. And again, as we've been doing here the last little bit here, I've been, I've been hanging out inside the attack with a stack game and We've gone through the conversation Drift and Shift. I spent a few days on that. We just spent yesterday talking about the mega stack. Today, we're going to dive into uh, the angry stack, and I'm going to deal with kind of the problem possibility. So I'm going to be reading to you a little bit out of the first rough draft, which is not the current draft that we are in, and is not going to be the draft that you will hear on July 4th of 2019 at attackwiththestack.com, where we will be releasing the new book, new software, uh, and new manual, as well as home study course, supporting all of this stacking experience. So look forward to that happening here on Independence Day in the United States of America, uh, available July 4th, 2019. So here we go. We're going to jump into uh, the actual problem and possibility uh, inside of our angry stack, uh, which again, if we looked along the entire stacking conversation and we're going with the principle of the day, which is in order to learn, you must live. And well, here we go. Welcome back here to our series on Attack with a Stack. We're going to dive into our third tool here in the game, which is we're going to deal with, or should I say our second tool? We've talked about the mega stack. Now we're going to dive into our secondary tool, which is known as the angry stack. Now, the angry stack itself as a weapon is not a mini version of the mega stack. It serves a radically different purpose and yet very aligned with what we cover inside the mega stack. It also aligns with what we cover in a happy stack. But again, remember, as we look at each of these tools, we look at each of these stacks, we're looking at the devices or weapons that play a particular role. So the angry stack is exactly what it sounds like. It's not a mega stack. You know what I'm just realizing right now as I'm doing this podcast with you? I believe I already did the angry stack yesterday. So fuck it. We're going to move forward. We are going to move forward, my friends. Actually, I know I did. Uh, so I apologize. Fuck it. We're going to happy. Let's move on. Let's move on. No worries. We're going to audible. 
We're going to Audible. I'm just sitting here recognizing as I'm looking at this. I'm like, I've already gone through this with them. I don't want to share any more of that. We're going to actually jump into the happy stack. So go ahead and readjust your brain. Off we go. My brothers, welcome back here to another session inside the army as we head down the path of attacking the stack. Now, we've covered so far the mega stack. We've talked about the ideas of the angry stack. But today, we're going to have an interesting conversation. We're going to actually start into the topic of the happy stack. Now, the happy stack was a tool that was born right out. It wasn't born right out of the gate. The happy stack was something that was created after two and a half years of using our raging mega stack and our angry stacks. And today, we're going to jump into how this tool has happened to become one of my favorite. It's not one that I use every single day, but it's a tool that I use multiple times a week to create a totally different experience for myself when I'm attacking my business, attacking my family, attacking my wife, and attacking my life with a stack. Now, I'm going to remember, anytime that we're talking about this, we have then made a gold, a gold declaration inside of ourselves and as the world. We've created the reality we're going to be the masters of our own domain. We are going to be the captains of our own souls. And in this, we're going to master the game of our feelings. And today, we're going to jump into this idea of happiness and the idea of feeling happy and why it's not a crime to feel happy, but to do what we've got to start off with, really identifying what the problem is, because there is a problem with this idea of happiness. Now, I'm going to sideline DJ this for a second with you. Here's the thing that's crazy about happiness, right? And the, the happy side was born um, because happiness is a feeling too, right? That sounds like silly when I say that. It's like, oh, hey, to be happy is a feeling too. Well, being angry, being happy, all these these emotions that we have, there's a, one is not more powerful than the other. Uh, and being able to experience happiness is on the other side of being able to experience anger, and being able to experience anger is on the other side of being able to experience happiness. And so both of these feelings interconnect. So let's jump back into our, our, our transcript here. The first piece that you're locked, that is, is that you're so locked in. You're so locked into anger, you've missed. You've missed out on joy. So let's squeeze down here into the screen so we can see the whole thing. So you're locked into anger. You've missed out on joy. Now, this sounds crazy. You're like, Garrett, I'm not fucking locked in anger. But yet you are. See, most of the happiness that you've actually experienced is happiness that is not real. The happiness that you've experienced has been a plastic happiness that you put on. You pretended that you were happy. You operated from a place that was make pretend happy, make pretend happy at church, make pretend happy at home, make pretend happy at the office, make pretend happy. And underneath the surface of happy was a pretend happy was anger. What was underneath the surface of make pretend happy was rage. What was underneath the surface of make pretend anger was intensity that nobody talked about. So we put the mask on and you're so locked in anger that you've actually missed out on joy. And this was me. This was you. This is why... We start off with the mega stack. We start off with the angry stack and why we master these tools. First, because we have to punch through the bullshit that actually gets us to the place that says, hey, listen, part of your problem is you don't even know how to be happy. Now, let's bring this back to, I'm going to DJ this, bring this back to our principle for the day, which is in order to learn, you must live, right? To learn happiness, you must live happiness. And I'm going to have you consider to learn to live happiness, you've also got to learn rage, and you've got to live rage in order to learn to live happiness, right? You've, the same thing as principle is true with anger. If you've got to learn to live anger in order to find happiness also. Let's continue. And this is problem number two. You don't know how to be happy back in the script. Sounds like a really fucked up problem to have. Yet if you sit back and look at how most of your day-to-day experience of life goes down, what your experience is is failing. You experience a game of grinding, you experience a game of hustling, you experience a game of building, you experience a game of hiding, you experience a game of sedating, you experience a game of contemplating the possibility of being happy, but you and I are not surrounded by many happy people at all. I was raised in an environment where I was taught the game of life was about enduring to the end, that my whole purpose in life is to simply have endurance. This was the story. You must endure to the end, and if you endure to the end, then you'll be happy. Okay. The problem was enduring for them meant that we were going to have a really shitty situation for a long fucking time and that eventually you'd end up fucking happy. Well, that didn't happen. I was not getting happy because why? I didn't even know how to be happy. 
Consider you don't even know how to be happy. And what moments of happiness you've experienced are typically marred by all the anger that you experience. Number three, you don't know how happy feels. You don't know how happy feels. I mean, you walk or want to talk about a depressing situation. Like you walk around and you ask people what is happiness. I mean, there's been entire studies that have been done on psych- in psychology on this. Entire branches of universities and psychologists study the entire science of what is happiness. And what is it that brings happiness? Is happiness found in a cell phone? Is happiness found in how many likes you get on Instagram? Is happiness found in how many people follow you on Facebook? Is happiness found in how much money's in your bank account? Is happiness found in how many times your penis goes in a vagina and you have sex? Like, what is happiness truly? And so one of the reasons why we experience all these traumatic realities of the problem of the idea of happiness and why it feels like it's a crime oftentimes is because you're locked into anger, number one, and you miss out on joy. Number two, you don't even know how to be happy, and that makes sense because you don't even know what happiness feels. Number three, you programmed yourself for war and reject happiness. Like being a guy that walks around that's happy. People don't even know what to do if a guy is happy, right? If you're a guy and you walk down the street and you smile at people and people are like, oh, he's gay, which I have no problem if you're gay or not gay. But like the assumption is because a man expresses any sense of happiness or joy or smiles, for God's sake, that somehow inside them there's this broken, something's broken, there's something wrong with you. In many situations, I mean, you start to actually act happy and smile and people think you're on some kind of drug. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing? You smoke, what are you smoking right now? What are you popping? Did you pop a pill? Why are you so happy? Many of us have been have programmed ourselves to be in war so much and reject happiness that the only time that we can actually feel a little happy is when we're drinking, when we're stoned, or when we pop pills, or we ate too much fucking donut, too many fucking donuts. And so the challenge is something that I face. It's something that the men and warrior faced, all of us have faced. We don't start off with a happy stack, because the truth is in order for you to actually learn how to be happy, you must first come to terms with how fucking angry you actually are. I'm not talking about a little bit of anger. I'm talking about the irated anger, irritated anger. I'm talking about fucking rage. And then I'm talking about all the triggers and the anger and the frustration that comes. So people say, Garrett, why don't you just start with happy? Why don't you just train people how to be happy? Why don't you start with happy stack, Garrett? Because if under the surface you've not learned how to deal with your anger, if you've not learned how to deal with your rage, you've not learned how to deal with your darkness and diabolical nature that exists inside of who you are, then every form of happiness that you pretend to display is nothing but a plastic portrayal of happiness that is not true. It is like a stick of butter put in a microwave at one minute. It puddles under the pressure of actual life. So let's come back to our principle then. Our principle is very, very simple today, which is in order to learn, you must live. In order to learn, you must live. And with my daughter, it was going to the beach with her friends. Okay, learning to live. With you and I, it's learning to live inside of our darkness. It's learning to be okay with anger. It's learning to be okay with rage. And it's learning to be okay with happiness. But the mass message I'm going to leave you here in this daily fuel is that the only possible way that you have to actually fucking pull this off the only way you have to pull this off is to actually come to terms with the fact that you're a human being that has feelings and inside of your feelings is your fuel and your fire. And the three feelings we talked about the last couple of days, we've talked about rage, we've talked about anger, and today we discuss happiness and this idea that you don't even know how to be happy. So you just finished the Daily Fuel. Now it's time for you to get access to the Action Guide's personalized, customized journaling and association with others who listen to the Daily Fuel every day for free by heading to warrioronfire.com right now. That's right. Head to warrioronfire.com today and set up your free account inside of the Warrior Armory. On top of this, you know exactly what you also need to get, which is the new book, Warrior Book, found at warriorbook.com. That book, together with what you're doing inside the armory, well, it's going to take these daily fuels to a whole nother level. 
So get that account set up today at warrioronfire.com and get your book shipped your way by heading to warriorbook.com now.